straight out of the nation's capital. You're listening to Mornings with Mercy. Mornings with Mercy. And welcome back to another episode of Mornings with Mercy. It is I, Mercedes. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been a little MIA due to moving, which you guys already know, and working. And honestly, trying to remember what day of the week it is, I 1000% saw, thought that yesterday was a Friday. Glad I logged on this morning. It was not. I was so consistent with recording and posting. But the days have just become shorter and the list of things to do have become longer. And with that, I still haven't found like the extra energy I needed. So, you know, I'm a little behind, but we're still working on it. We are still here. We are still podcasting. So let's get right into it. Today's word of the day is lout. That's correct. L-O-U-T, lout. A lout is a person who is both awkward and brutish. Uh, you would not, this is not necessarily used to describe women. It's usually used to describe men. Um, a lout belongs to the large group of words uh, we use to indicate like that a person is undesirable. Um, it's so friendly. <laughs> um, if you call someone a lout today, you're also implying that he's not only stupid and clumsy, but he's no good. So that describes a lot of people. Um, I was going to say that I know that's not true, that I may have maybe seen out in the DMV area. Um, okay, we're here. So welcome to Q2 2022. Halfway through the year, guys, where has the time gone? I could not tell you. I'm really bad with time and money. Um, <laughs> this episode is kind of going to touch a variety of things. Um, I moved to Nashville, obviously. The last two weeks have been pretty big. Leaving the corporate world and putting in your notice. I thought these would be some good things to talk about. So we'll just start with the fun stuff first. Nashville. What a journey just to get there, people. I, like most people, had Memorial Day weekend off, but my lease didn't start till June 1st. I think we were able to get in at like 3 p.m. on the 31st. So my plan was to drive down Monday the 31st with all of my stuff, work from Nashville for the week, and then come back on Saturday. Actually, Monday might have been the 30th. So I just, I, I drove whatever day we had off, I drove that day. <laughs> um, so great plan, right? Wrong. Immediate issues. Well, a few immediate issues. Number one, there was no hitch on the back of my car. Fine. I'm a girl. I'm independent. I can do this. So I watched a couple of YouTube videos and I thought, oh, I can install this. In fact, I'm going to take the hitch off of my mom's car and put it on mine. And I know that sounds irresponsible. If you know about cars, you're probably like, wow, what an idiot. Not the brightest thing to do. It doesn't work like that, Mercedes. And you'd be right. This plan quickly fell apart once I also, well, partway through the YouTube video where he pulled out a drill and started drilling into the car. And I was like, mm, I don't really know if I feel comfortable doing that. I'm not going to put holes in my car willingly. And then my dad also <laughs> was looking underneath my Jeep and was like, hey, like you don't have any of the wiring. It just has like the placeholders for it. So that plan fell apart. Mad rush to find a place that wasn't going to charge me $1,000 for like all the equipment and install. So I got really lucky. Got a last minute appointment at U-Haul 
crisis averted. Number two, my parents couldn't come with me and it was my first time driving, not not my first time driving so far, like I've driven to Florida by myself, but it was my first time going so far with the trailer and it was just so, you know, I mean, it's a lot, you're going slower if anything happens, you know, I'm just kind of like stuck in between Virginia and Tennessee, so it was a lot of last minute messaging of friends asking if they could like drive out and like I'd fly them back to Virginia message so many people um luckily my cousin emily was able to make the journey with me you know we love that spontaneity she got in at like 9 p.m sunday night and i was like okay well we're gonna be on the road tomorrow morning at 5 30 a.m she made it she was up uh even though my mom came in her room while i was in the shower and was like oh medicity this isn't up like go back to bed so she tried to foil our plan but we made it we were on the road crisis averted And also side note, having someone drive along with you really does make a difference. Like I was, I drove back by myself and I was horrible. Like four hours in out of a 10 hour drive, I was like definitely trying, like falling asleep. It was not enjoyable. I was a little scared that I was going to have to pull over somewhere and power nap, but also like terrified for my life because that's how people get kidnapped. Um, So, you know, we thought we were going to get to Nashville around 3 p.m. Nashville time, which would be 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but my trailer only had, I guess, what, single, single wheel trailer. So it was only one wheel on each side. And literally, the, the, the wheels say 55 on them. So the guy was like, do not go any higher than 55. I pushed it to 60 the whole way. Like, I got a little crazy, a little reckless. Uh, but yeah, that was... I did not take that lightly either because I didn't want to push it. Something happens and then I'm in like a worse situation. Oh, and we're, it's just the two of us. So I went 60 the whole time. Arrival time is based on you going 70 miles an hour minimum. Yeah. Took us 12 hours. We did not make it at three. We made it at like four or five and it took us forever. We were crawling there, like going so slow semis were passing us snails were passing us people who like to chill in the right lane were passing us Uh, I also decided that this would be a great time to juice cleanse you know you're on the road you don't want to stop and eat bad food so then like also my cousin apparently was going to cleanse with me because I'm not stopping you're not stopping Uh, but yeah that did not work out I needed about a bathroom break every two to three hours and like painful bathroom breaks not like a hey I have to go do you have to go like a we need to go to the next exit immediately like I thought I could hold it another hour it's not gonna happen so yeah mistakes were made and lessons were learned but we got there safely and ended up passing some people who flew by us earlier so slow and steady wins the race folks issue number three u-haul just the whole issue of u-haul entire situation in itself I in all fairness I did book a little last minute um finally found a five by eight trailer to be picked up in Springfield which uh for those of you who don't know it was like 20 minutes from Arlington so I was going to pick that up Sunday morning at 9 a.m I was going to pack it up all day so it'd be ready by the time Emily got into town and then we could just hit the road bright and early you know, she didn't even have to help me pack the trailer. I was ready to go. Uh, yeah, so it never goes as planned. I received a call from U-Haul on my way to the gym telling me that they were no long, they no longer had any trailer, trailers available at Springfield, but that I could go pick one up in Fredericksburg. 
Fredericksburg. For anyone in the area, you also know <laughs> that this is not remotely close to Arlington. Like, it's not even in the general vicinity. There and back is like, and I mean, I'm adding, I'm probably like rounding up, but it's probably like four hours because you also have to add in traffic. Like, I could have almost been halfway to Nashville in four hours. I'm not driving that far to pick up a trailer. Gas is expensive too right now. Like, Blanca's a big girl. She's guzzling it. So, you know, I explained this and then they told me that, um, they were like, okay, you can pick it up early Saturday free of charge because I also wasn't going to like drive two hours there to get there at 9 a.m. and then drive two hours back. It's just too early, a lot of driving immediately now. So, yeah, so they were like, yeah, um, you can come pick it up Saturday free of charge. And the way they made it seem, it seemed like they had another trailable of trailer available at the Springfield location Saturday. So I was like, awesome, great. Thank you for understanding. Cool. I'll be there. So I finished my workout and I get a text about, you know, my updated reservation, but that the trailer is going to be picked up in Fredericksburg. I was like, mm, I don't think so. So then I log into my U-Haul account and it's still reflecting Springfield. So now I'm like kind of confused. So I call and, you know, I'm confused about like, where am I supposed to pick up this thing? And one, like I'm not driving out there if it's in Fredericksburg. So they're super nice about it. Like after some searching, they're able to find me like a five by eight I can pick up in DC. Perfect. I'm thinking we are back on track. We are back on plan. Things are still happening. So I show up to this to get this trailer in DC and the front desk receptionist is like, great. So just to confirm, you're dropping this off in New Hampshire. Um, I'm sorry, where? How did this happen? I am pretty sure New Hampshire is the opposite direction of Nashville. I'm no like not great with geography, but that's my uh, general idea of where the states lie. I'm not driving out to Nashville and then back up to 13 colonies to New Hampshire. Like, luckily I had my screenshot of my original reservation where Nashville was reflected as the drop-off location. Cause I just, I felt like I was going crazy. Cause I, I it must've been because so, so many of like, well, my reservation was changed kind of like twice on their end. So like, Maybe instead of when they were typing in Nashville, like New Hampshire came up. I mean, there is an N and an H in Nashville. So who knows? Um, so she updates this drop off address back to Nashville and my rate goes up, like totally jumps. So I'm already kind of annoyed. I'm, moving is already expensive. I'm already feeling poor or broke, as I like to say. Um, so I was a little frustrated and then, you know, I'm like, okay, like, this not I'm not paying that I'm sorry uh but she was so wonderful and immediately just got on the phone spoke to somebody did a little magic on her computer and then ended up dropping the rate like $200 lower than what I was like I originally was expecting and booked it for so I'm out here like low-key scamming um I well I also feel like it, it made up for like the hoopla of everything but um yeah so it was a win-win got the trailer got it for a ridiculously cheap price um, and then, you know, you would think the drama would end there with U-Haul, but it continued. Dropping the trailer off in Nashville was a whole other situation. You know, we came after hours, even though they said that they'd be open and someone would be there. And the instructions we were given, I mean, it just like didn't even apply to the location. We're looking for a box that's like pictured in the instructions, nowhere to be found, like, we're like, well, do we wait? Somebody else was sitting outside waiting for, like, the GM to, like, drive. I think they were, like, an hour away and 
had forgotten to leave this man truck keys and like he was like driving back out I was like, do we wait? It's like an hour. Like, I don't want to just like leave this trailer here and then like get charged even more. Or, like they think I've stolen the car or the trailer or something. So ended up just uh, dropping the trailer and taking a bunch of pictures and leaving. You know, who's got time for that? So I probably should actually check my credit card statement just to make sure they didn't charge me any additional fees. But yeah. And I will note that like I know Memorial Day weekend's probably one of their busiest weekends for moving. And the system was probably just like overloaded. So I like, it's not on U-Haul personnel, but man, it was, you know, you're already, you're moving. So you're already a little like frazzled and like trying to keep things in line. And I like to be on a schedule and I like to be on time and I like to plan things out. Um, So I was, we made it, we made it work, but yeah, crisis, third crisis averted. I think the moving itself only took us a couple of hours. Kaylee and I both had trailers. But with the help of her boyfriend and his wonderful brothers, it just like flew by. I mean, we'd probably still be there trying to get in all the heavy stuff, um, <laughs> like trying to corner them around the doors and stuff. Like if it weren't for them, like they just did all the big stuff. And I was like, oh, moving is great if it's like this every time. Like they definitely made moving so easy and we owe them all the Chick-fil-A sandwiches and sides. Like God, God bless them. <laughs> One of the toughest parts about, you know, moving on and going in a new direction is saying goodbye. I've only ever quit one job before, and that was really tough. I actually was in tears. Um, Unfortunately, like both both of my bosses, direct bosses, uh, were out of town and one just like permanently out of town. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's almost like a breakup, you know, it's like, it's not you guys, it's me. I mean, sometimes it is, them, and you have to do what's best for you personally, but it's never easy to leave people who have become so close like family and you honestly see more than your own family. Um, so, you know, I, I made it to one of the best private equity firms like in the world, like actually not just me, like hyping them up, like actually one of the best private equity firms, (laughs) you know, I did that. I made it. Ivy Leaguer status. Maybe I'll kick myself in a few years for leaving. Uh, I've had a couple of moments where I'm actually like, why are you leaving this company? Like so many people would kill to be here. And I've just been so fortunate that everyone I work with has been so wonderful and is such like a wonderful like person outside of work. Um, you know, it's not your idea of private equity, Wall Street, corporate world. It's definitely like a lot of people who are just like, just generally so nice. And you know, anyway, I'm getting off track, but I was definitely nervous that everyone would think I was making a big mistake or, you know, you know might be offended that I like wouldn't want to stay. You know, a lot of people have been there a while and all of that worry honestly went out the door after I had t- told my direct boss. I mean, I told him and there wasn't even a question. He was just so excited and supportive of what I was planning on doing and like where I wanted to go in life. And he's been giving me advice and tips on like the new industry I'm going to be in and what my new role is going to be like and who I should connect with. Honestly, I think he's more upset that he's not going to have anyone to hang out with or who's going to like order him lunch during the day. <laughs> but he's such a social butterfly. Um, and there's so many great people at work that he's going to be fine. And I think he's just exaggerating. But I was also worried that this would be, you know, like a bad time to leave. Um, no one wants to leave at a bad time. And I didn't want the rest of the team to suffer. But let me tell you, it is never a good time to leave. It's never going to be a good time for your company for you to leave. 
there are probably better times to leave in the year, um, depending on your deadlines or just like when, you know, maybe somebody's out or whatnot. But there is never an ideal time for you to leave. Unless you're getting laid off or they're doing job cuts or whatnot, like there's never an ideal time for the company to be like, okay, cool. Like now, now we'd be fine if you left, you know, the wheels are going to, aren't going to fall off just because you aren't there anymore. Life goes on and so does finance. So does tax. So does whatever industry you're in. Like life moves on without you and they'll figure it out. And if that doesn't convince you like that, it's going to be okay. People going on maternity, paternity leave all the time and they don't even think for a second thought of like what's this going to do the team and then they come back so you know like don't feel bad life goes on we've all been on the other end of people leaving so it's going to be okay so I had to tell myself that <laughs> but from there you know I've been on this uh I've <laughs> been on this month-long farewell tour and that is not an exaggeration I wanted to make sure that I put time aside to say goodbye to everyone that I could individually, um, including external service providers, you know, anybody that we're like working with outside of Carlisle. And again, everybody has been so supportive to the point where I'm like, man, it was like a hard decision in the first place to move on and like, you know, move to Nashville and jump careers. But now I'm like, maybe I should stay. Like I have a whole hype team here. They're all so great. And, you know, I also have a lot of people coming to visit me in Nashville now. So I really need to get good, a good tour down for all of my visitors. But, you know, I know not everyone um, gets this corporate experience and maybe it's just my little tax group, my little tax team. Uh, but I am very, very blessed to have worked with such smart and loving people who are supportive of like my departure. And, you know, more importantly, like would welcome me back with open arms. And I just think that just like says so much about my team and who they are. And obviously that would be remotely from Nashville because my thoughts on living in the DMV have not changed, but they have just been so wonderful. They're like, you know, we're going to miss you. And like, that's really sad for us, but like, we are so happy for you and we can't wait to see where like life takes you and where this field takes you. And, and if you ever like, you know, find yourself wanting to come back, like don't hesitate. And like, just to have that, it's just really encouraging and just I just feel so loved and it's so great and I, I think I'm starting this new chapter in life on such a high note like I don't even have words and I may never have words but I really don't have words and I think the best part of telling people is that it's not like I'm leaving to accept another tax position or like go to another private equity firm like I'm relocating that's what I start with I'm like hey I'm letting you know I'm moving to Nashville <laughs> like it's not like hey I'm letting you know that I'm like gonna like do a career change and like it's actually in Nash it's I just start out the gate like I'm moving to Nashville like the job came second um if I could take and move my team to Nashville I would I would totally advocate for that uh so I really spend more time talking about Nashville itself and like why I picked Nashville rather than um anything else but I think that's why everyone's really excited about it so gonna have lots of visitors I already told Kaylee be prepared I've been in the office this past week and we went to a happy hour at EY's DC office rooftop and I just really had a moment of like, wow, like I'm really about to leave private equity tax, like corporate America. This has been my life for the last eight years, which I know maybe in like the long, the long haul, it's really not that long, but I mean, to me, that seems like a really long time. 
Um, you know, I'm finally doing what I've talked about for years. Like I really only thought I would be here for, you know, two years out of college and I'd be back overseas or doing something else. Um, so yeah, I'm a little late, but better late than never. And, you know, at this rate, I'll make it back to Europe before I'm 40. So that's the good news. (laughs) But jokes aside, I really had a moment. And at this point, you know, there's no looking back. It's happening. I signed the lease. Like, I have to, I have to go. Uh, If I didn't throw myself into change, you know, how will I grow? If if you're too comfortable, like, you're just going to get complacent. And and if you're not going to make a change don't complain. I think Elena mentioned that in her episode that I want to say Tony gave her that advice. Like if you're not going to, you know, make the change, like don't complain about it. I think it was probably a lot nicer than that, but that's how I interpreted it. And after that episode, I was like, wow, like that is so true. Like I'm going to take all the energy complaining and I'm going to put it into like figuring out what I'm going to do. Um, and I really ran with that. So, you know, and I, I do have a couple of tips if you're worried about, giving your notice and I've only had to do this twice my first tip would be to make sure you tell your direct boss first I know it's easy to tell other people in the office especially like work friends you know maybe during like a tea catch-up time but things slip and you definitely want to make sure that they hear it from you and not the grapevine or HR my second piece of advice would be to if you can do it in person there's and I, I know with COVID and everything teams are doing things differently but there's and there's a lot of things that play into this but I do think it's really respectful and it shows that you care about them and you care about the time someone has invested in you you also won't get hung up on or cut off early if they have another call coming in or somewhere else to be I personally think it comes across a lot better at the end of the day we're all people any important conversation or message that you don't want to get misinterpreted or have anyone feel some type of way should always be done in person if possible There's a way to be direct and professional about what you want and why you're choosing to leave without leaving a sour taste in people's mouths. So we always want to avoid that. You know, you can email HR that you're leaving, but like let your team know personally. You always want to leave a door slightly cracked open, never say never, and you never know when you might be back. Thirdly, don't feel bad. I know I talked about this earlier this one took me a while to come to terms with, honestly. I, I really had to put myself first. Like, what do I want? You know, at the end of the day, I am responsible for myself. And I am the only one who is responsible for my bills, my personal happiness, and turning these dreams into a reality, even though they might be a little far-fetched. But we can try. Shoot for the stars, people. From a business perspective, your company is doing the exact same thing. It's not wrong. Uh, It's just like a smart business decision and, you know, they're investing in themselves and I'm choosing to invest in myself. So you guys should do the same. Maybe feel bad if you promised you'd get something done and then you didn't give any notice and let them drowning in the weeds. I've actually been hearing that um, people these days are not giving like the common courtesy two weeks notice and they're just like not showing up the next day or, or being like, yeah, tomorrow's my last day. Uh, yeah, that is not advisable, but also what is the thought process there? I'm like super curious. Do we not want a recommendation? Are we not making friends? Um, you know, sometimes you got to play the game and that is, you're not playing the game well there. You know, I gave my company a whole month's notice so that my team would have enough time to plan for my departure. So yeah, then and if that's what you're doing, you should feel bad. No offense. <laughs> And my last tip would be don't go crazy in your exit interview. I know that sounds crazy to say maybe, um, 
maybe that's the time we think that we need to let them know let them know maybe what they could improve on which is great there's a way to be constructive about that but it is not like a free-for-all trust circle this is all I've been holding in like that's why we have work friends work best friends let me preference people you can trust who aren't gonna like share what you've shared with them um and obviously if there's like a super big issue like it probably should have been brought to hr before your departure but again there's a difference between being professional professionally direct or constructive and then just like directly bitchy uh don't go and tell hr everything that's wrong with your teammates like everything that they're doing like from a personal level or all like the drama you had working with them like think of better ways to say all that like constructive things like I think the team would benefit from a team building exercise if you don't think people work well or know how to work with people um, maybe like I think the team would benefit from less meetings so the work can be actually accomplished during our working hours that is something I will probably say <laughs> um, you know I think the team would benefit from more hires being brought on so like the workload makes sense like those are constructive things to like give HR just so they know like, okay, like what's going on that we're not seeing or that we're not hearing from management or whatnot. So like the, think of constructive things to say that are professional. Don't go in and tell HR you think your boss hates women and no one knows what they're doing in there because that is probably just going to look really bad on you. I haven't had my interview exit yet, but I thought I'd just like throw this in there you also never know when you might see these people again down the line like that HR person might not work there forever and you don't want them being part of like the next hiring te hiring team that you're talking to for a job and they just sit there reflecting on like everything you let out in that meeting like <laughs> they're gonna be like no this person like is unstable and like we should not they're just gonna like crap on everybody and you know make the environment toxic we don't want to hire them <laughs> I kind of, yeah, my outline kind of got a little skewed here, but I do have more tips. So <laughs> I also say to write thank you letters to your team. Um, I know you're like, Mercedes, what is pen and paper? Like that is the thing we used to write on all the time. And it's lovely. I think this just like reiterates how much you really appreciate them. And, you know, even though you are moving on, like their efforts really made an impact. And I think people really like enjoy that. They Who doesn't enjoy feeling appreciated? Um, and honestly, nobody writes letters anymore. So it's just a really nice touch. You could literally just write, thank you. Have a nice life. Hags, Mercedes. Like I will write more than that in mine, but you know, I'm just saying like people enjoy a little nice touch, a little personalized letter. Do it. Last, this is the actual last thing. <laughs> Lastly, I would say to keep in contact your industry's world is not that big. It might seem big, but it's actually really small. The accounting world is really small. You'd be surprised how many people are like, oh, you know, so-and-so, like somebody I know just hired them and like word gets back on like how well they're doing or like how things are going. So like, it's not that small and you never know where you're going to like end up, who you're going to be calling for a job, for a recommendation letter, for, you know, like maybe you want to get on that referral bonus scheme and split it 50-50. Like you just never know. So keep your coworkers in your network. I mean, if not for the networking, at least someone to visit, okay? The London team told me I better come visit them if I'm ever in town. And you know, you know, I will take them up on that. I'm going to be, hello, hello, governor, it's me. That was a really bad impression. But I'm going to be knocking on the door. Let me in. I used to work here, please. 
you know, I haven't given up on that London dream yet. It is in the works, maybe down the line, but I have time on that one. And I think on that final note, it's going to conclude this episode. Um, I have a lot to fit in my last weekend as a DC resident and I can't wait for the new people I'm going to meet, for the new conversations ahead and for all like the new, the new people who are going to be on the podcast. It's going to be great. So until next time, guys, bye. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Mercy, your weekly dose of inspiration. 